Hello, Hello and welcome and to Pokemon Sports 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 Pokemon Podcast. I want to do it at the exact same time. We didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you stopped. <laughs> I mean, I'll do it again, sure. No. All right, here we go. Good afternoon Hello and welcome, and welcome to oh, po- no. Good afternoon. <laughs> what is this, a video? Yes, technically. Oh my goodness. Here we Keep go. One, in. two, three. Hello, Hello and welcome, welcome to Pokemon Sports, Sports a competitive, competitive Pokemon, Pokemon podcast. podcast. My I'm name Mike is Kevin. I play, I play with one Pokemon, Pokemon on the field. field. One Pokemon on the field. Kevin, you play with one Pokemon on the field? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fair. I haven't in a couple of years. It's been a while. <laughs> you know, when I first started YouTube, I used to have like a single Saturday or something. Some dumb nonsense like that. A single Saturday? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I had Set Builder Sunday and Single Saturday. Yeah. Alliteration was fun back in 2015. Those were the two lowest grossing videos I've had in the week. <laughs> that would do it. Yeah. But you know what? It, it would be something that like we'd convince ourselves like, yeah, you know, you got to do it for the community. I but don't know. Like, Listen, back then I used to be like, hey, let me branch out. Let me do new things. Now I'm just like, sure. I'm going to stay in my bubble. My bubble is my bubble. Yes. This no, we works. have decidedly fallen into the VGC box and we have decided to live in it. <laughs> it's our home now. This, this is where we live. We have decorated <laughs> it much like me moving into my new spot. Uh, it's a small X hundred square foot little box and we we've made it our own. <laughs> Let me introduce you to my pseudo Udo. He'll never be in a video. Yeah, Kevin, uh, why don't you tell us about the pseudo Udo video that never was? I, I I'm actually okay with um with doing this because it was a pseudo Udo video that wasn't recommended by our subs, wasn't recommended on Discord, wasn't really recommended to me at all. I was just scrolling through YouTube and then I found the smaller channel that had a pseudo Udo team, and I was like, oh, I haven't done that one in Regulation D yet. I'm going to give it a shot. So yep. I ended up giving it a shot. I woke up at 7 a.m. this morning. I finished recording at 9.30 a.m. Um, <laughs> I didn't win a single battle. <laughs> so if you guys have ever attempted content before, or maybe if you haven't, if you guys have ever attempted anything before and then spent an hour and a half or almost two hours trying to get good content with it or trying to to, to figure it out and then having to scrap the whole tent the whole thing, that's a really big feels bad. I know you've done <laughs> it before. I've done it before. We've both done it before. It sucks. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No, I have had moments where I spend a good like hour and a half, two hours trying to get some kind squeeze some good content out of out of mm-hmm. a, a, a out of a team. Just have a good moment with that, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. But uh mm-hmm. I as much as I try, try as I might, uh I cannot create uh, fun out of those kind of moments, out of those kind of games where I'm just consistently losing. It's not working. It, it gets to the point where I just get angry. It's just like there, there was a moment, a moment where like I could have taken this and had it be just the video itself. I went against a, a quick claw stone journey because after losing nine times in a <laughs> row with a pseudo Wudo, you end up going against things like quick claw stone journeys. 
brother had his quick claw proc four times while I was in trick room. So he ended up going first four times despite me having an Ndidi Arm Rouge on the field. And he got rock side flinches every single time the quick claw procced on that same turn. I just that's looked at the game and I was just like, yeah, that's the battle that made me decide to run Meowskarada instead. I scrapped that yeah. video, scrapped that team. I'm not looking at Sudowoodo twice. Sorry, guys. That, the video that never happened. I, I will say I try to stick it out for so much of those kind of videos, but there are so many clips, I'm sure, uh, of me like 15 minutes in and either I just go silent or I run or I say <laughs> into the microphone so that I can I know when editing. I'm like, I'm not going to use this one. And then I just there, I'm quiet. <laughs> there are times where I know I'm not going to use it and I will just curse my brains out just to make sure yeah. I don't use just go in <laughs> on the microphone. It's all recorded somewhere. It gets deleted and, the, and no one ever sees it, but it exists. And it's yeah. funny because when we used to send our videos to Berm to edit, sometimes mm. the battles that I'd want him to delete were just like kind of sprinkled in there. Just me going off on the microphone and he would just send me clips of me going off and just edit those little clips into snippets that he just held dear to him. Shout out to I'm Burn. glad you did that. I have uh, <laughs> a deep, deep seated fear of that kind of stuff, like getting out. So I like when I went, when we used to send stuff to Burm, I was like, I I am not letting him see any of this. So I would pre-edit <laughs> that stuff and only send him the good stuff. So it's like if I'm already doing that, why am I why why have an editor? <laughs> He's sitting it on his uh it's sitting on his cancel Poke Sports folder on YouTube. That's it. Yeah. He's Kevin, waiting for at, the at day to point, upload it. <laughs> yeah, your your stuff, your side of Poke Sports is gonna burn one day and it's and it's got a Poke Burned uh, shaped cattle prod on it. I'm pretty uh, sure today, if Poke Sports ever gets sorry. I'm pretty sure if Poke Sports ever gets canceled, it'll be my fault. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> we've got uh plenty of new information to talk about this week. Uh we've got a new regulation that's finally been announced. We have a couple of new uh I guess tidbits of information about the mm -hmm. teal mask, which we're happy to get into. Uh plus some unite and sleep news. Um, okay. so let's, let's get right into it. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about some regulation E. E, E for everybody. E. It's exactly what we thought it was going to be, huh? <laughs> it's, yeah. I mean, it didn't take a rocket scientist to figure this one out. It's regulation D, but DLC mons included, which is regulation kind of right. DLC. Regulation DLC is regulation E. Amazing. <laughs> but here's the issue that a couple of people are uh, talking about. Mm -hmm. And that issue is that we only have two weeks before official competitions include this. Um, the DLC is coming out on the 15th of this month. We all know that. If you don't know that, now you know that. So that means that tournaments taking place in October, including Toronto and including, uh, I believe, Sacramento, are going to be on regulation E. So you really only have two weeks to get your teams together, get your Pokemon together. The meta is going to be very new and very fresh. I mean, that's kind of expected though. Like a lot of people are complaining about that on, on X. I think that's great. Particularly. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm kind beautiful. of down for that. Yeah. 
I don't mind. And honestly, I'm looking through the list of Pokemon that are going to be allowed. You don't have, like, meta-defining picks here. Like, I feel like right, Generation 9 has seen such a power creep to the point where you can bring as many Pokemon in through home. They all kind of suck, though. Yeah. Um, a lot of the Pokemon that are coming back are Pokemon like Arbok, Pokemon like Poliwrath, Snorlax, Furret. Uh, Pokemon that you wouldn't really be putting on on VGC teams in the first place, but uh, there are a few. I think the real like heavy hitters They're, are going to be yeah, joining yeah. in in Indigo Disc. Uh, and this was the same mm-hmm. kind of thing that they did in Sword and Shields DLC, where um, the the what was the Crown Tundra was really the big like you know the scary Pokemon are coming in. How low restricted? Welcome to the meta game. Yeah. Yeah, Isle of Armor didn't. It did something to the meta, but it, it didn't Porygon do nearly as much. Back. Yes, it did. Yeah, I feel like I- Isle of Armor really just gave us Porygon two and Urshifu. Nothing else was really that significant. Maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, currently what we have confirmed, we're not going to be talking about any leaked stuff for obvious reasons. But this is mm-hmm. stuff that was confirmed through trailers already. So. If you guys don't want to spoil yourself through tra- trailers, you've been warned. We have things like Ninetales coming back, which is actually going to be meta-defining, I think. Specifically, the Alolan Ninetales. Just having mm-hmm. Alolan Ninetales being a better snow setter than Obama Snow. And also just giving it that 50% defense increase is going to be really interesting to see what that does for it. A very fast Auroraville user is going to be cool. Things like Polito, we don't have to use Pelipper anymore. We can actually use a very tanky version of Pelipper. Whether it's going to be good without Scald is is another story. I guess we'll we'll wait and see. Things like Milotic are coming back. I'm excited to see that. Singles yeah. is going to see Gliscor again. Who knows? We got Dusclops with Eviolite and Trick Room. Conkelder. I mean, we have Urshifu, so why would you use Conkelder? But Conkelder's here. And a couple others. I think a lot of people on Twitter, specifically like uh, Moxie Boosted, super excited for Vicavolt. <laughs> I gotta wait to see that one. Yeah. I don't know. I'm uh I'm kind of interested in Ambipom for singles. There there are some of these Pokemon where um you know the new good, Gen items Gen are Pokemon, kind right? of are kind of relevant. You know, where uh what were they like covert cloak and uh, uh loaded dice specifically for Ambipom? because uh, Ambipom was like all the multi-hit moves, right? So um it's possible that that loaded dice is actually kind of relevant. But I think uh, it got skill already, link, right? It yes. Gets, that's, uh, that's so true that's true. always five. Yeah. But maybe like normal gen fake out with technician might be interesting. too. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Um, and then another one is Mandibuzz. Mandibuzz is always a that fan might be favorite legit. in singles. Yeah. That yeah. honestly in doubles too. Like dark flying is a great typing. Like don't sleep on that. That's a very strong Pokemon. Gets tailwind, gets knockoff. Uh, and as well, uh, Famitsu notes that the moves Grassy Glide, Burning Jealousy, oh, Lash no. Out, and Poltergeist uh, oh, were seen no. as well as Toxic. <laughs> y- y'all thought you didn't have Rillaboom with Grassy, Li- grassy Glide? Guess who's coming? You Gr- thought Rillaboom. it was done? Mm-mm. Do you think... Nah, I don't think... They could have made the preemptive decision to not allow Rillaboom to get it this generation. I don't think they did that, though. No, I don't think so either. I think it's going to get it, and you're going to have to deal with it. Good luck. And it's it's going to be top three. Mark my words For right sure. now. Rillaboom will be top three. 
it'll be Water Urshifu, Rillaboom, Fluttermane. Like, that'll be the top three. Congratulations. Well, I will say that if Grassy Glide and Lash Out, maybe even Poltergeist, uh, come back into the rotation for for a, quite a few Pokemon, uh, Fluttermane is going to have an even tougher time. And again, that's yeah. this is what we've been saying ever since uh, Series 2, Series 1 even, that the hardest counter to Fluttermane is the developing meta and the developing roster. Like, as more Pokemon enter the Pokedex, Fluttermane is going to have nothing but, like, an uphill battle more to, answers, uh, to maintain yeah. supremacy. Yeah, Which I, mean, I kind of get- think is good. I think that's good for the meta over time, right? Yeah. Because this means that there's always this stopgap of it, can it defeat Fluttermane? Fluttermane ends up at, like, <laughs> yeah. 90% usage at one point, and now it's going down to 70% usage, and then over time it's going to go down to 50%, 40%. But there isn't going to be a Pokemon that's released apart from one of the newer Pokemon that sees a higher percentage than that because yeah, Fluttermane exists to to check it. The thing is that currently, like, there is no typing that Fluttermane cannot hit at least neutrally right currently unless we're right. including pyroar i mean <laughs> yeah. the that's the problem with the fairy ghost type fairy ghost type in general is just very strong um but eventually who knows i don't think it's gonna be with the old pokemon coming in it might be with new pokemon getting introduced and yes. i have to believe that game freak is paying attention to usage stats they see right. the usage stats on Fluttermane. There's no way you can look at this Pokemon and not think it's a good Pokemon, right? That it was created to be a good Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ah. need to create a Pokemon that is like the polar opposite of Fluttermane. Fluttermane being like, let's just look at the typing, right? Like you've got Fairy and Ghost. Uh, first thing that comes normal. to mind there, that'll be normal and steel. A normal steel type Pokemon uh mm. boom and fluttermane is fluttermane is totally checked it doesn't exist yet yeah no so that's uh that's an interesting concept it's also the- confirmed that more clothing hairstyles picnic supplies will be available at the kitakami center and you can now rearrange chairs at the picnic table yes it's about time competitive picnics listen i don't care at all about the chairs okay I'm I'm down for some fashion sports though. It's been a while since we had some fashion sports. Yeah, I I remember Sword and Shield. I used to judge everybody. Now it's just like okay, they got different colored shoes. They can't change the rest of the outfit, so I can't really judge them otherwise. No, the, exactly. Yeah. What were the other moves? It was you said it was Grassy Glide, Poltergeist. Oh, yeah, let's go back to that. That one's way more interesting. Yeah. Grassy Glide, Burning Jealousy, <laughs> Lash Out. <laughs> poltergeist and toxic yeah toxic as a tm hasn't been seen in switch days yet the last time that Mm. was seen was in i think it might even be gen 6 not even gen 7 you had toxic as a tm yeah welcome stall teams also gg stall teams because toxic toxic kind of does both right because it's it can either speed up the game or stop people from slowing down the game. So it's a right. It's a weird little well, and with, move there. And with some of the Pokemon that have been confirmed to be coming back and allowed in regulation E, like uh Glyscore, for example, 
uh, with with poison heal. Toxic makes a lot of sense. Uh, I mean, usually they use you know toxic orb, but uh, it it'll be cool to have to have that kind of status uh, back in the, the game. concept. Yeah. yeah, the concept mm-hmm. is there. The concept. But does this imply does this imply expanding force? Because what you told me was lash out, grassy glide. Burning Jealousy. These are all Iron of Isle of Armor DLC. Ah, oh, you're so right. You're are we right. going to get Expanding Force on more than just Armor Rouge? Please give me Hatterene with Expanding Force. I don't That's want really to use cool. Armor Rouge. We'll um, there were also some new items, including the EXP Charms Return, which was uh, very helpful in, in the last generation in, in Sword and Shield. Um, EXP Charm, no when held, increased... <laughs> yeah. It, it, that's the thing. Right? There's a lot of people forgot about it because right it, it just kind of no sat idea. in the bag and had its effect go. But what an EXP charm does is it increases the amount of experience that you get by 50%. And the way that you get that has historically, I think, been completing the Pokedex. Uh, oh, the national, not the national decks, the regional decks. And then the shiny yes. charm is the national decks. Right. Aha. Uh, it looks like here, what in Swish and Isle of Armor, Master Dojo from Hyde upon a pender, uh, upon entering for the first time. Oh. Okay, get excited for your experience charms, folks. Just in case you were having trouble like, level grinding your Pokemon nine months after the game came out. Well, no, because that's that's one way that some people do level grind their Pokemon, right? They go through the um, the Champions Cup or whatever that thing's called at the end of SV. Mm-hmm. Because it's a good way of grinding uh money. 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 It's all good if you have enough money. So what is Fatsumitsu? Is that or Famitsu? Famitsu. Okay. Is that like um just like a company that was able to play the DLC early? Uh Famitsu is a publishing company, if I believe. It's a major Japanese gaming publication. Uh, that reviews and previews video games for all video games released in Japan. How do we get popular enough to play the DLC early for content? <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever be able to <laughs> compete with the Japanese major gaming publication. <laughs> hey guys, did you know you get more than just mochi when you do the ogre ousting mini game? Now you do. You also get Terra Shards, which is actually relevant because Terra terra Shards are a pain in the butt to get. They truly are. Absolutely. Uh, There are going to be three different difficulties, beginner, intermediate, and advanced, and you can play with other players to complete it, which, uh, oh, are we going to introduce rollback netcode for this? Like, are we going full fighting games here or like what's what's going on? There has to be a way to spoof this so that you can just always win and just like (laughs) trade with your friends on who wins. (laughs) Sure. <laughs> yeah. There has to be a way. I can't wait for it. I know. Like, I'm I'm interested to see the next podcast that we have. We're going to talk about this. It's going yeah. to be complicated because we're going to be talking about it. Uh, but it the podcast comes out on the day that the game comes out. Brother, we're a week so, away from DLC. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Yikes. Yeah. Welcome. We have a new event announced for Pokemon Sleep. Uh, nice. Special Halloween themed event that'll run toward the end of October, which will feature more ghost type Pokemon gathering during sleep research. Uh, plus, there will be bonuses and other stuff, which 
might just mean that there's another package for them to sell. But if it's anything like the last one, the last one was actually pretty good. Listen, I got, I was just about to say that last one was legit. It was a great time and I got to evolve a lot of Pokemon. Yeah. Just getting 500 sleep points, then 1000 sleep points and 500 sleep points and everything gets doubled. Brother. I was I was thriving those three days. <laughs> I was having a real good time with those. I, I managed to evolve everything. <laughs> I evolved everything. I had a Jolteon before, a Caterpie, a Squirtle, Bulbasaur, and a Charmander. Because I'm a Gen 1-er, man. But, like, also, <laughs> they're objectively kind of really good right now. Uh, yeah. But anyway, after the candy drop, I got... Uh, I, I evolved the Caterpie into a Butterfree. I evolved the uh, Charmander, Bulbasaur, and Squirtle into their into their stage ones, uh, and the well, the Jolteon stayed a Jolteon, but still, <laughs> Jolteon evolved into Mega Jolteon. Jolteon evolved into <laughs> Big Jolteon. Yeah, but yeah, I mean that event was great. It was just three days. I was honestly a little bit disappointed with the event when I first heard about it. I'm like, oh, they're just doing a Moon event because the Moon is bigger. Wow, boring. But, uh, like, after actually experiencing it, I'm like, oh, this is a great time. This is really <laughs> good. Uh, and now they got Halloween events, which is cool. It, it it does kind of make me sad that there's nothing for the entirety of the month of September and we have to wait until the end of October to actually get another event in sleep because they yeah. would have announced other events before this one if they had other events to do. But I'm excited because... This implies more ghost type Pokemon are going to get added to the game as well, which implies more Pokemon ah. period are going to get added to the game as well, because it says specifically more ghost type Pokemon gathering during sleep research <laughs> bonuses and more. And I can only assume that we're going to get more than just ghastly because that's I'm, all we have right now. I am just on Cerebi right now looking up the list of available Pokemon so far scrolling down the list I've hit gen 2 and uh, Ghastly Hunter Gengar were the only ones in that entire list oh of course there is a Sableye scrolling further that's down a, is that considered ghost or dark is that considered uh -huh. ghost or dark Oh yeah, because they only dark. have one type in that game Yeah. oh you're right yeah that's I dark. think if you just look at the berry because the berry has to do with the typing so if you could just click the berry then you'll see all the Pokemon that have whatever berry ghost type Pokemon get in that game that's Bluck I guess right Bluck yeah Bluck yeah I, I mean if they bring in more ghost types I'm I'm a happy boy yeah I'm proud. I'm happy. I mean, hey, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna make a prediction mm -hmm. with how hard they're going on Mimikyu with like the Mimikyu event with the the electric type and all the Mimikyu fun stuff with the anime. I have a feeling, and also <laughs> Mimikyu and Unite. We'll talk about more of that later. I have a feeling that Mimikyu will be in Pokemon Sleep. I don't know why, but that's a prediction. Did did a little birdie tell you that Mimikyu is gonna be in Pokemon Sleep? My uncle works at Game Freak. <laughs> Kevin's uncle works at Game Freak confirmed. Uh, yeah, no, that would that would be that'll make a lot of sense if Mimikyu was in there. They've, they've got a lot of cool poses that they could do for Mimikyu. Maybe we'll finally see what's underneath the the garb in one of the sleeping positions. They could have a Snorlax belly atop sleep. They could have a Mimikyu uh, fixed neck sleep and a Mimikyu broken neck sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the three stars you need you need nothing else i've been getting a lot of the atop belly sleeps recently 
Well, that's because you just had the, the event that doubled your sleeping power, brother. <laughs> Is that what that did? Oh. Yes, yeah. Sleeping, I, I've, I've learned and I've realized that yeah. you should you should go for 100 sleep powder a power. You shouldn't yeah. divide it by two because that'll give you the rarer Pokemon. Yeah, I have hit that twice this week. Once was this morning, actually. Uh, it, it, it's a beautiful feeling when you wake up in the morning, you look over at your game, you, you hit that button, and it does like the major like charges up your full circle for for a hundred. Yeah, yeah. uh, but then it'll do like Pokemon, 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 Orange Circle, Pokemon. It's like, what's the Orange Circle gonna that, be? That's the three star. Yeah. yeah. So I've learned that the 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 blue circles are one stars, the green circles are two stars, the orange circles are three stars. I've yeah. now I've yet to see a four star one. So I don't know what the four star is, but I'm sure it exists somewhere. I've Do you not have the ones. game? Lucky you. I've only yeah. got one shiny. I'm listen. I'm scrolling through X.com constantly and I'm seeing all these people with their fancy shinies. Like I saw like someone got a shiny ditto. Someone gets a shiny totodile. Someone gets a shiny Charmander. Mm-hmm. Brother, I got a side duck <laughs> and it's a side duck with a garbage nature. That's my shiny. I got nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just got, got garbage. I got two pretty early on. I got a uh, you got shiny, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a shiny Riolu and I got a shiny Togepi. And Riolu's good. I have been running with those for the past little while. Yeah, those are both good. Are your natures at least bad, or uh, are they good? The too? Togepi's is not uh, bad. The Riolu's is. Oh, okay, fair. Uh, maybe actually, hold on. No, I, I don't know if it is. I need to. Real is a skill type Pokemon, so as long as it's main chance up, you're solid. Okay, okay, interesting. Yeah, this Riolu is main chance up, exp gains down, so not That's bad. Perfect That's for perfect for it. Yeah, yeah. Hey. There's no better one. <laughs> let me just hit that favorite button right there. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> it is still problem level. Is it's, it is still level two. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's hard to act. Did you see what it? It takes 150 hours sleeping with that thing to yeah. evolve it into a Lucario. It's rough, and you need to evolve it during the day, man. I don't play during the day. <laughs> I don't sleep during the day. I don't sleep during. The, <laughs> that's when I sleep. No, um, <laughs> it, but so why is Riolu better? Why do I care about Dream Shards? It's just the best Pokemon that does collect it. So, like, if oh. you need Dream Shards. You can just have it there and it'll collect it for you. And it's the best version of that Pokemon. Okay. So it, even though it's not incredible, it's the best version of itself. Sure. It is the, <laughs> be- <laughs> it is the best thing that it will be. Got it. And then my, uh, my Togetic right now is a uh, speed of help up ingredient finding down. So speed of help. Not my not horrible. favorite, but not bad. Yeah. 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 Uh, the reason it. I like it though is although it has ingredient finding down, it does have ingredient finder S. So, oh, so which I can out. then level up to ingredient finder L if I want. No, to. I learned I learned that the increase from the sub abilities are actually higher than the decrease from the nature. Beautiful. So, so even if even if you leave it at S, you're fine. But if you increase it, you just ignore that entire negative downside of your ability. So well, I'll tell pretty, you pretty good. I'll tell you what I learned was uh, that the sub skill candies don't actually change. I, for for whatever reason, I thought that they changed your sub skills. They don't. They upgrade, uh, yeah. level them up. They they upgrade them. So if you have like 
I don't know, uh, ingredient finder S it becomes ingredient finder M, which becomes ingredient finder L, uh, which I wonder if there's an ingredient finder XL, that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Who knows? No, Maybe one day, not us. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Not me. Uh, (laughs) I also, here's, here's one other thing that I learned. This one's a, here's a quick Pokemon sleep tip for all y'all out there. Uh, Evolving. If you ever wonder what the difference is between <laughs> evolving a Pokemon, <laughs> if you ever wonder what the difference is between evolving a Pokemon or catching an evolved Pokemon, right? If you have a Caterpie or you catch a Butterfree and you're like, should I evolve this Caterpie? The whole reason that that is good is because when you evolve a Pokemon, it increases the main skill level. Oh, so, I didn't even realize that. I I realized it, but I didn't realize it. Yeah. Because I've noticed that my Raichu that I evolved from a Pichu. Yeah. Brother gets a lot of berries. Brother goes hard on berries. So, hey. Oh, okay. That all makes sense to me now. The berries and the frequency are all normal. Like, that's, I think that doesn't really matter between, maybe it does actually. Oh, no, does it? No, he has a times three on berries instead of a times two. What do you mean? The Raichu does? Does Raichu have like charge strength? Yeah, yeah, but like every it's it's a berry mon, right? So instead okay. of carrying one berry every X amount of frequency, mm-hmm. so I think for Raichu it's about thirty minutes. Yeah, mine gets three berries every thirty minutes. What? Yeah, I could double what? check, but I'm pretty sure I realized that today actually. That's I was nuts. Like, it's really crazy. You're sounding like uh, you're sounding like a Kyle in the in the playground back uh, playground talking about using but, strength on the SSN and finding a Mew underneath it. Hold on, right brother. Now. I'm about to prove it to you. You better, because that's wild. If true, I thought that the only thing that evolving did was increase the level of of your main skill. Okay, which, maybe not. I'm wrong. Okay. It only says times two. <laughs> <laughs> but I swear. Yeah, maybe I'm just wrong. That's all right. You're trolling. It's okay to be wrong sometimes. That's totally you know, okay you, to be wrong. You don't always have to be right. Anyway, I'm right. Um, so <laughs> you're... <laughs> Uh, the bear, the, the berries, the candies that you get are relevant in evolving a Pokemon. If you want to increase the, uh, the main skill of that Pokemon, if you don't care for the main skill of your Pokemon, honestly, I don't know if evolving it is super relevant, but it might be. (laughs) That's, that's my, Oh, thanks Mike. Yeah. I've learned that there are just very there are very few Pokemon in the game that get access to an ability that is kind of cracked. Right. The it's like Ampharos, Sudowoodo are two of those Pokemon that are just like early game, very, very nutty. Hold on, I can tell you the exact the exact ability they get. But it essentially gives the Snorlax. A plus 880 on small. Wow. And you can increase that to M, which gives it over a thousand for free. It's charge strength. Yeah, it's charge strength M. The Pokemon currently that get it are Heracross, 
Espeon, Sudowoodo, and Ampharos. So, hey, if you got one of those cooking, I would keep those. Mm. Actually, also, Mike, you would really like this list. I'm, I'm going to send it to you. Yeah, okay. It also looks like uh, evolved Pokemon do have better helping stats. Uh, so they might not have more berry yield that they can that they can have, but they do have a higher carry limit and a higher uh, frequency. Right. Mm-hmm. I have a Raichu at level six and a Pikachu at level 12. The Raichu uh, has a frequency of every 36 minutes with a carry limit of 26. The Pikachu, Ooh, which is really good. The Pikachu, which is six levels above that, above the Raichu, has a frequency of 39 and a carry limit of 23. So it it has a longer frequency and a less carry limit than the Raichu. Um, so do evolve your Pokemon because it is better but yeah it is a big deal um but just realize what you're doing when you're spending all of your candies evolving a pokemon i will say this um ingredients and food is also very important i realized that too it's like wow you can if you can get like an extra tasty meal like you get a lot of points that way and that is random right um i think there's a way to I know the recipes, there's a way to guarantee the recipes. Yes. But uh, I don't know about extra tasty or whatever. Yeah, I've I've looked up on several occasions how to get extra tasty, and they've all been like, I think you just hit it at the time that the fan is going. But then it's like, <laughs> no, no, I've done that for three what days. What does that fan that. do? Oh, you're you're cooking. It's a, it's a I fan. know, but I just spam it. Like, is there a way that I'm supposed no, to hit this fan? It doesn't do anything. It doesn't. Okay, do that's anything. what I asked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What does there, it do? do? Nothing. It does nothing. There, there are people out there who think that if you hit it at a certain timing, uh, that you'll you'll guarantee extra tasty. But those people are the Kyles who are saying to move the <laughs> SSN with strength to get Mew. This is Pokesports telling you you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see the photo I sent you of the I, most useful skills? Yes, charge strength with Snorlax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of those good Pokemon with that. That's cool. That's cool. We spend a lot more time on sleep than we have with actual competitive Pokemon, huh? Legit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to have to edit a lot of what we just said out, but there is a lot of stuff that we just talked about <laughs> with Pokemon sleep. Yeah. Uh, you're yeah. going to have to explain this more to me because I'm I'm in a haze. Uh, but this is this is really cool. I am in a haze because I'm trying to move on and I can't because I keep looking at this Pokemon sleep thing. <laughs> trying to learn it. Yeah, because I want to learn it, but I also want to advance the podcast, you know, <laughs> it's all good. Just know that, hey, Ampharos is pretty good. You should probably get sure. a Jolteon and an Arcanine. Hey, Togekiss sure, sure. the only one that gets metronome next. <laughs> All the evolutions do something cool. <laughs> do they really? All of them? Yes, oh, no. actually. So, like, you know how we, we have, like, a dock that has all the good Pokemon Sleep stuff? Sure. So, Pokemon Sleep has a Discord that kind of just made what we said, but expanded on it. Like, we did berries, and we did ingredients to a T like we did that very well but they introduced the skill tree which is like something that we both ignored mm. but the that exists tree. too okay 
Yeah, just uh, like that's what I sent you the like the most useful skills. Like we should mm-hmm. actually be using that too. <laughs> the main skill ups and stuff. Because right. there are Pokemon that just like for example, uh Jolteon will be times six, but Arcanine will be times five. Right. They're just some Pokemon that just have an extra times multiplier on their skills than other Pokemon. What does that mean? So, like, for charge strength... Um, okay, so for the ingredient magnets, right? Yeah. I have a Charmeleon who has, like... Um, Charmeleon's a bad example. Hold on, I gotta look at the ingredient magnets. Which ones are a skill up one? I I believe Kangaskhan is a skill up one. Okay. So that that means he has an extra... Instead of plus six, he gets plus eight for ingredients. I know the way it works with berries... As like a as a sub skill, what what's skill up? Okay, so there are three Pokemon's. Yeah, there are three. There are categories of Pokemon. They're berry Pokemon's. So instead yeah. of one berry, they get two. They're ingredient Pokemon's. So instead of one ingredient, they get two at a time. And then there are skill Pokemon's. So oh, instead you're totally of totally right. Yeah, instead of one skill, they get an extra plus one on whatever they were going to get or like an extra multiplier on whatever they were they were going to get. But it's like invisible, right? Like it doesn't yeah, say that on the thing. Yeah, you don't see the number. Yeah. Oh. They just get it more often. Oh. Can I have like one Togetic that does skill and one that does uh, berry? I mean, technically, I mean, Togetic is a skill Pokemon. It's so I can't have, I see. I see. But there is no like Togetic categorized as skill and, and Togetic categorized as berry. Like all Togetics no. are skill category. All Togetics are skill categories. Okay. So I, I, th- I think if you go on Cerebi, here's all the skill Pokemon. Oh no. Yeah. Th- I just opened a new rabbit hole for Michael yeah, on Pokemon Sleep. <laughs> yeah, here's all oh, the skill no. Pokemon. <laughs> So they just get it more frequently. Uh, and almost all the evolutions are skill-based Pokemon. So. Okay. So that's why I've noticed that Togetic hits it a little bit more. That's why I've noticed that Jolteon yeah. hits it a little bit more. Sure. Or maybe that's what it is. The frequency at which they hit it is more often. So that means that Espeon is like kind of really cracked because it has the best ability in the game, that being the charge speed or the increase... A charge strength M, which increases Snorlax strength by 880. And on top of that, it's a skill-based Pokemon. And on top of that, if you have main skill chance up, you get it so frequently. So you're just oh. constantly pumping experience into the Snorlax with an Espeon. And then if Snorlax really likes Magoberries that week, GG's. Oh, you're in the money. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you're having you're having a great time. <laughs> I need this- to exit this conversation <laughs> that's fine let's leave it <laughs> okay in other news uh we've got more pokemon unite news as part of the announcements for pokemon's poke pokeween halloween celebrations they're calling it pokeween this year listen been, that sounds strange <laughs> it's been I'm a ween off that <laughs> <laughs> it's been confirmed that mimikyu will be added to pokemon unite on october 19th 
In addition, various other Halloween-themed activities will be in the game, and, and a new Battle Pass will run from October 24th through December 4th, focused around the Phantom-style Inteleon Hollowware. Uh, more Halloween celebration info will come as it does. But uh, yeah, with with Mimikyu in the game, that ought to be fun. Uh, I bet that's uh, going to be like a rooting uh, kind of character, you know? I I, I hope it's going to be good. At, at this point, I feel like every time I play Unite, I'm reminded why I shouldn't play Unite. But mm. I feel like you and me entered at a very bad time to come back to it, right? Okay. We entered at a time where Mewtwo is just broken and there's two of them. So it's like there's just two very like over the top Pokemon and it makes it very hard for, for Mike or myself, which typically like I guess you like to play squishier characters. I like to play squishier characters. We like sure. to do damage. Um and Mewtwo just kind of does more damage. Yeah. Mewtwo <laughs> uh breaks glass cannons like they are made of pa- paper. Um Get like they're a little here. McFlurry in the sun and um, (laughs) (laughs) and I don't like that I don't like that first time I've heard that analogy of McFlurry in the sun I'm happy about that can I I tell Uh, you why I bought a McFlurry today it's Labor Day woo oh okay Um, (laughs) (laughs) oh when you said you had hamburgers for lunch on the preach I didn't think you talked about McDonald's (laughs) oh we didn't have McDonald's no 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 we had had burger burgers but I also just went and got McFlurries because why not uh, anyway, they don't mix them enough, you know, like they need to really mix this stuff all the way down. Hey, you're lucky your ice cream machine's working. Dude, it was a very hot day today. I'm glad that it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mewtwo's are nuts in this game and it, it's a good time for Pokemon Unite content creators in that they can, uh, thumbnail and clickbait their stuff as like I found the best counter to Mewtwo in Pokemon Unite uh, which like if I was a Pokemon Unite YouTuber that's exactly what I'd be doing right now but uh, yeah I mean no you didn't they didn't Spoiler no you did Imp- impossible because it doesn't exist you can outplay the Mewtwo if the Mewtwo is worse than you but can you though <laughs> but can you though <laughs> Can you always? I don't know. Anyway, Mimikyu coming to the Pokemon Unite. I'm pretty sure that that's going to be like some kind of rooting champion. You know that they uh, they announced that by accident at Worlds. Did you Oops. know about that? No. Yeah, they announced Blaziken and Mimikyu at Worlds, but they were not supposed to, which is why they're officially announcing it right now. Oopsie. It was in the trailer. Yeah. Good job, Oopsie. guys. See, that's funny. Wow, so that's that's Pokemon Unite. Um, do we have anything else, or should I move on to Q and A? Um, I think you might as well start with Q and A until right. I find it, find something else. Yeah. Um. So last week I had asked you, the people, what do you think of how play Pokemon is changing things up for 2024? We've seen some changes in CP, how that's going to be working. We've seen uh, that they're very much more uh, content focused, very much more esports focused um, for for the upcoming season. Um, and to us, that's that's rather exciting. But I'm I'm curious. I was curious what uh, what other people were thinking there. Um, and kicking this off, we've got Harley, who says, "I'm very excited for more opportunities to compete." And that I agree with. There are a lot more. I think that's that's not something that people are saying a lot of. It's just that there are more 
opportunities for people to go and and play this game competitively. Yeah, there are uh, more regionals, less hoary docs. Less hoary docs? Yeah, that's why they're capped at 300 players because they don't have enough docs. Oh, okay. <laughs> hoary is a publisher or a, 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 a what what's that? They create docs. And yeah. their stock is I guess is they're low. affiliated with Nintendo, I don't know. Yeah. I guess they have to ship them like all across the country. I do feel bad for whatever shipping company has to deal with moving those docks from one like Pittsburgh to Sacramento to Toronto to this, that, and the other. I have an idea. What? How about we buy more? My dude. And and then you just like kind of have them in each state. Listen, you could have an Amazon warehouse in each state. You could have a Hori Dock distribution center in each state. That we're going to use once <laughs> a year when people go to their regional <laughs> in the adjoining state. Listen, how much is Pokemon worth again? Probably enough to buy the Hori Docks, but <laughs> do we really want them spending all of, all of, you know, a $100,000 budget to deck out docks in each state. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is that they lowered the, the, the kicker count, but also lowered the amount of players allowed to register. So that's a little bit rude. Yeah. I'm just saying if they go and buy Hori docks for everybody, our prize pools are going to suffer for, because of it. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Also, yeah. I guess it's worth mentioning here that rumor has it that Toronto regionals, uh, the signups for it will happen today. If you're listening to this, the yeah. day that it comes out, uh, check. I, th- I believe that's overloaded events for, for Toronto regionals. Should check their be. Twitter out to see the registration link. If you're interested in going, both Mike and myself will be attending. So come yeah. see us. And Toronto. if you're if you're trying to pick a regionals that that Pokey Sports will definitely be at, that is the one. Uh, mm-hmm. Honestly, not too sure about this year <laughs> coming <laughs> up, but we will see for the rest of it. Um, but yes, thank you, Harley. Let's move on to Cybeast, who says personally, I think all of the changes uh, they're making this year are positive changes. My biggest question is if this uh, if these changes are going to be long term or an interim to even higher prizes. And I will combat that with saying, is it an interim to uh, even lower? (laughs) Um, Are we going to have this year? And then are we going to take a step back? Like, I don't know if that's if that's going to happen or are they just testing the waters and then uh, might manage expectations a bit. I would love to see them go a little bit harder with what they're doing. Uh, I think they can always do a little bit more. But um, I don't know. We'll see. It could be a stepping stone. It's definitely a stepping stone in the right direction, I think, at the very least. Yeah. Example says more prize money is good and important. It's still weird to me how Unite prize money is so much higher than VGC, but the new changes are heading uh, into the right direction. And Kevin, I think you know why. There's five players. (laughs) Oh, sure. Yeah, that is why. (laughs) Also, well, Unite makes more money than the game game because Unite makes we, a, yeah, they they make us buy things. I yeah. don't know if you've noticed Unite is kind of freemium. <laughs> right. It's, it's really, really. It, it makes the game. There's a lot of nice skins in Unite, man. You just got to buy them. <laughs> it's the fact that they are multi-platform as well. 
right? You've oh, got, yeah. I didn't even realize that. Let's right. not forget that it's it's a Switch and a mobile game. And mobile games, people drop money on like crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the reasons why Unite does so well. It's also one of the reasons that TCG does so well. And I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, TCG also just has an inherently really strong whale fan base, people who will spend a lot of money on their cards. But Unite specifically, uh, yeah, people are willing to spend that money consistently and they keep on updating it with new things for people to buy. And there are people who will buy it every single time a new battle pass comes out, a new skin comes out, a new this, a new that. Um, So it's understandable to me why they make so much money and why they're willing to give so much money back. It's also um, a different culture, right? It's like yeah. with VGC stuff, you kind of you can be a nobody and just walk into a, t- a VGC event. With Unite, you have to be signed to a team and that team has to have a sponsor, right? It's yeah. like it's a different culture. It's not anyone can get in. You have to try out for something and you have to be the best at what you do for a company or a brand to want to sponsor you. Right. VGC, you can kind of just be like, I'm going to come in with my herpty derp team and then just one shot everybody. <laughs> Click Fissure here and there, and uh, you might even get top eight. Who knows? I, I doubt this is a controversial opinion. I think that, that a lot of people would agree when I yeah. say this, that the uh, the increase in uh, contribution toward esports in VGC specifically is kind of off of the backs of Go, TCG, and uh, Pokemon Unite where those three games are kind of the money makers in terms of uh, the, the esports and how like sustainable that would have to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but with BGC at least uh, and, and Scarlet and Violet, we at least have the DLC that's contributing to that a little bit, but unless you have a, um, a, a constant funnel of people spending money uh, it's really hard to justify uh, having a, having a circuit. You know, because COD is one of the biggest esports in the world right now. And mm. like they have skins for everything. They like they sell skins for everything. League of Legends sells skins for everything. People spend money on a, on a consistent basis in this. So they're able to give money back. Listen, I'll pay $10 a month for Showdown on Switch. I'll do it. Just give me like a, a Pokemon graphically accurate Showdown and I will give you ten dollars a month totally. um the the other thing that is interesting is like although uh, although i agree with you that we are riding on the backs of a lot of the money that was raised on these other games at the same time vgc somehow is still the highest viewed stream uh of ever. It, it it makes the least amount of money and is mm-hmm. the highest viewed stream so there just has to be an opportunity there game freak there well, has to I- be I love that they're kind of working hand in hand like that. And the yeah. fact that Pokemon owns all of these IPs is like they have the money that they're bringing in through all of these other sources. And yes, they do make money through Scarlet and Violet, but that typically funnels to another direction. Uh, they make whatever copies they sold and that's yeah. it. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, but what that means, though, is they now have eyes on their products. So they're like... Well, we have to keep on on uh, promoting BGC because that's the thing that people watch. That's the thing that our investors are looking at and seeing that people are attracted to. When we say that people watch a ton of Pokemon, we're talking about the anime and we're talking about the video game. Yeah. Um, but when we're talking about playing Pokemon, uh, we're talking about the TCG. We're talking about Go. 
specifically those two right now. Um, I, I had mentioned uh, TCG and how uh, that is a it, that's a that's a cash cow for Pokemon, obviously, because card games have always been such a big thing. Pokemon, the, the card game, has been such a developed thing and, and has grown. But the thing that I found really interesting is Pokemon Trading Card Game Live. I have been playing that game for the past three days. Uh, like I, I've tried a lot of it. And I see it. I see now like they made a mobile game that works. Their Have they last, fixed it? Yeah. I remember there was a lot good. of bugs. Yeah, it is good. OK, that's good. Yeah, it's it's honestly it's worth trying out if you've ever wanted to go and join um, a Pokemon TCG like online experience. Uh, now is now is the way to now is the way to do it. Do it. Do it mobily. Don't do it on your computer. Just uh, play it on your phone. Play it yeah. on your phone. Yeah. I got into it while I was at a conference. Uh, somebody that I was with just kind of whipped out their phone while while speaker was going, just played like a quick game. And I'm like, that looks clean. I, I don't remember Pokemon trading card game live being clean, but it is. And she's like, yeah, it was, it's, it's wonderful now. So I'm oh, like, that's okay, actually really cool. Let's, let's go. I was big into Hearthstone for about a couple, for like maybe six yeah. months. Yeah. So yeah, same. that's nice. Mm-hmm. I played Murlocs for anyone that cares. <laughs> I, I think i'm also on like a big digital card game kick right now like i've i've uh i've, just, I've picked up marvel snap because i wanted to try that out i've seen i've seen it everywhere like all of the people that i've been following have been, have been low-key playing it for years or sponsored by marvel, marvel to snap. play it for years I, I have no idea what that is honestly i'm not in that world i'm not in that space uh much smaller deck size and very different combat style you feel like the kind of person that would actually enjoy Pokemon Masters and how gotcha it is? Because isn't mm-hmm. that like yeah, I feel like especially with now that they're introducing like legends with some of the some of these people that are probably OP, I don't know, if the if the meta exists, doesn't have a competitive scene. But I'm I, sure I, that it's fun. I would have played well, that's the problem. I would have played more Masters if I found it fun. Yeah. I I do not Find I've never downloaded the it. So. Combat system that interesting. Yeah. Have you stopped that. playing Go? I know you had a Go a Go kick for a while. No, I haven't stopped playing Go. Ever since I got the Go Plus Plus, I like You've I'm out Go all Plus the time. Plusing, yeah. I'm Go Plus Plusing. <laughs> Anytime I have to walk anywhere now, I'll just you know hop on uh, Go, connect my Go Plus Plus, and just walk with it. Have you ever played a competitive battle on Go? Um, I've tried it out. I don't know the meta enough to feel comfortable doing it. It's meta champ. It, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's still that's all I've maybe. I mean, that's all yeah. I've picked up from watching the stream. I have no idea if they actually do balance balancing in that game. Meta champ was pretty good. Meta champ is pretty meta. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Continuing on here. Aiden says uh, the changes seem good being from Australia and wanting to take part in my first circuit after worlds. Uh, being the first live event, it does hurt taking OCIC out. Uh, sucks when Australia is in an awkward spot. And I agree with that. It, it's really a shame that, that that's happening, that they're taking out OCIC. Um, again, I will say there's a lot of opportunity online, but you know, on the other hand, yeah, it's, it's the more accessible global audience and going to OCIC was kind of your chance to, I don't know, experience a competitive event without 
you know, all of the best players in the world being there. <laughs> I got to be honest. I still don't know why they took it off. Sure. Uh, I understand it was the smallest regional by size, but it, at in that same regard, so is Latin LAIC, right? It wasn't much of a difference between mm. OCIC and LAIC, but they decided to keep LAIC. So I, I don't know. I wasn't in that boardroom meeting, so. Yeah. I wasn't just, in the room where it happened, but. Yeah. It's a big sad. Yeah. Strong boy, uh, strong boy Astro says, uh, really like it that they're taking it seriously as an esport. Sucks for Oceania, but they could have cut it because of budget or attendance reasons. I'm no event manager though, and that honestly, that that gives a lot of potential uh, insight to that. You know, like attendance wasn't high. Yeah, attendance wasn't high, unfortunately. And you know, it, it's like what we were saying earlier, how the the YouTubers uh, would do. You know, uh, what, what was your Saturday and Sunday? Uh, single Saturday and yeah. uh, set builder Sunday, set builder <laughs> Sunday, uh, where they're like, Yeah, we got to do it for the community. And then the financial people come in and the, inv- and the investors are in there, like, No, you, you can do it for the finances, actually. Yeah, why would you do these stupid videos when you can just play VGC again those two days and make all the money back? Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes sense. So they're saying, you know, do VGC in the places where VGC is uh, as plentiful as the VGC in other places. And make all the Australians fly to Japan for their nationals. Make them do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's not a very uh, far-sighted decision for sure. Here's See, my yeah. You know what I would be okay with is if maybe Play Pokemon decided to drop. Because I will be honest, play Pokemon does kind of seem like a Western thing. And Australia isn't quite in the West. So it is kind of a big distance gap. So if they kept play Pokemon for like North America, South America, Europe, kind of makes sense. And then had uh, play Pokemon Asia adopt the Australian circuit and then have them run their own nationals in the Asian circuit. Yeah, I think we mentioned that last week and mm. the, like that is certainly a good way for them to kind of house them. But uh, then you've got a predominantly English speaking population that identifies more with the Western audience uh, doing a format yeah. that is completely against what that Western audience is doing. That's fair, because even so. like a uh, Japan. Play uh play Pokemon Asia and yeah. they have like a play Pokemon Korea, which is different. I don't know. I don't play the Asian circuit. I know it's strange though. Mm. It's crazy how different locations can play the same game so differently. Yeah, right. Yeah, just even the like break it down to the best of three to best of one thing. It's like why that's a, that's a big close difference. team sheet to open team sheet. Like yeah, it's a sure. literally different game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Steiner said, Oh no, you know what? I'll go to, I'll go to Steiner in a second. I was about to say C Bass McJobs said, uh, can't wait to see somebody go into their first or second regional ever win the whole thing and then go to worlds and make top eight. Also metronome tornadoes is fair. the call for Pittsburgh. Ooh, metronome. Oh, no, we bringing, we're doing metronome here. Wait, hold on. There's no way tornadoes gets that right. Play dot Pokemon showdown. <laughs> Team Builder. Why is there a Samurai team here? Tornadus. Okay. 
Metro. It does get metronome Amazing. legally. <laughs> Wait, tornado, and that's priority, right? Is metronome considered a status move? It's it's a non-attacking move, right? That can turn into an attacking move. I guess metronome. It is a status move. <gasps> oh boy. Okay, it's time. It's meta. Prince Listen, who needs tornadoes? Who needs to miss bleak windstorms when you could just always hit a metronome? <laughs> See, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, but the problem is that, like, it. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's super fun. <laughs> That's it. But like, if tornadoes goes for any move that isn't bleak windstorm, like, it's not gonna do damage, right? Like, sometimes you'll hit a f- sheer cold, and like. The chances of that hitting are minuscule, but sure, you can do it. (laughs) And the one time out of, you know, I don't even I want to know the odds of that. I don't know. What what are the odds of hitting a sheer 400? (laughs) Probably way more, right? Yeah. Depends on how many moves are in the game. Yeah. How many moves can metronome pull from? And then after that, you have a 30% chance of hitting that. Like that's, (laughs) that's intense. Okay, fun fact. All the Pokemon in OU that can legally learn Metronome are Azumarill, Dragonite, Hatterene, Iron Valiant, and Slowking Galarian. Okay. Now you know. You can go home with a little bit of knowledge today. We've got to say the first half of that, though. Uh, Can't wait to see someone go to their first or second regional ever, win the whole thing, and then go to Worlds and make top eight. Like, that's... That's good insight. We just like drilled super down on metronome tornadoes, <laughs> but <laughs> it, we're we're really all about this uh, this this uh, one hit wonder at a at a regional going to worlds and technically <laughs> and having, possible having now. Technically yeah. possible. I don't I don't see it happening. I it's don't happened see it twice happening. this year though. What with who? Yeah, Justin Tang and uh, this was oh, Justin no. Tang's first year. Yeah, that's like his oh whole his whole goodness. thing. Oh wow! Yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, you know what? If they can do it here, then sure, <laughs> do, do it, it next year. Do it, yeah. If if us, yeah, that's the way. If anybody can go into their first regional, win it against all of these veterans. Which let's be honest, what is a veteran in in this in this? Uh, sport is just somebody who's played the game for a long time. Technically somebody who goes to their first regional can be a veteran. Um, if they go and win it and they get invited to worlds. Good. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, I hope you win. That's a good story. If someone's like, yeah, I really liked Pokemon. So I trained a lot. I practiced a lot. I won a regional. They gave me a chance to go to worlds and I won. What? That's awesome. I played this cool thing called Fluttermane a lot. It got me very far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, going to publish that one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Steiner says, great changes. TBC finally listening. Uh, one person last week said no tour in Netherlands. You tracked hosting special event beginning of March and the national team in VGC is one of the best in the world. Mm. See, that's that has admittedly been a um, big knowledge gap for me is knowing what goes on uh, in Pokemon in Europe, uh, knowing what goes on in like that area of the world. Mm-hmm. 
They're they're the same format as us. There is EU sure. I see there. Yeah. Um I know that the Victory Road World Cup is gonna be opening up, I believe, January again. Ooh. They took like a, a little bit of a hiatus for worlds and stuff. So if Love you're that. a part if you're if you're pretty good and you're part of a region that exists, just go ahead and try out. I know that signups are being held for it. I applied to Team Portugal. I don't know if they hear me out, but listen, I can commentate pretty good. Hey. <laughs> I don't know if that counts or anything. Victory if Road, if you're listening, hit I'll us take up. a sub. I'll I'll be a sub spot. Like if someone gets sick, I I could fill in. That's weird for like esports though. It's like it doesn't actually matter if you get sick. You could still play BGC. Yeah. Um, Mewtwo and Ultura says, excellent that the competitive players are getting what they deserve. They deserve more. Uh, also bring back restricteds. And this is the first person that I have seen in a long time to say bring back restricteds. And I, I can appreciate that it's Mewtwo and Ultura because, of course, they're very into Mewtwo. Uh, but nope. <laughs> not for a little are, while are you sure you want to play against water terra kyogre already are you I, i'm, I'm not ready ex- for that yet are you excited for that is that oh you want to go diplin next to precipice blades ground on <laughs> ground terra because you won't miss any attacks anymore because you have diplin there okay <laughs> you want to go against ghost terra calyrex with specs just spamming you with astro barrage sure that's, about that that's gonna happen what's you that sure show about that? yeah what's that show I, listen i've been trying to see th- what that show is but i can't find it i think you should leave that's and watch called. that show oh okay yeah. i remember seeing that in um where were we ohio yeah were we in ohio yeah we were it's a great time it's a great <laughs> show and honestly we're gonna watch a lot of it when you're in toronto but uh are you yeah, sure about I, that you sure about that yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's wonderful Wow, I can't believe you still haven't seen that yet. I've had I've been so watching the One Piece live that's action. That's fair. That's fair. I need to watch the One Piece live action. Um I yeah, I've been watching what was I gonna say? Nope, forgot what I was gonna say. It doesn't matter. Cool hand XG says, love it. I love <laughs> seeing Pokemon actually acknowledging the competitive scene with esports changes and Pokemon that are clearly created for competitive purposes. Yep. Yep. Agreed. It feels like everyone's kind of on the same sentiment here. Everyone kind of just th- sees this as a positive change. And more money is never a bad thing, especially for players that deserve it. So I'm totally, I'm in accordance. Yes. Uh, ooh, here's a good one. Harry0797 says, could you guys maybe do a tutorial on how to go to IRL VGC events, please? I don't understand the website slash process. I can't find a, comp- a comprehensive guide and I'd love to compete. We could explain it to you. Uh, right now, I think it's better if I, if we like have a whole episode dedicated to that, because that is actually true. Yeah. So the thing with, yeah, absolutely. You could definitely have a whole episode on it, but a a quick little spark notes of what you can do is when you type on Google Pokemon regional championships, they will give you a date. They will give you a location and they will give you an event organizer. That event organizer, you got to pay a lot of attention to on Twitter. I wish there was an easier way, but there really just isn't. It, it's a really garbage way of signing up for these events, and this is just the way we have to do it. So that event organizer might be day two events, might be overload events. Follow them on Twitter. Yeah. 
and make sure that you have notifications on for when they announce when tickets will go on sale. And when tickets go on sale, you got to refresh that page, man. You got to sit there on rk9.com and refresh that page. They'll have all the links to the the the, the regionals. They'll have separate links for VGC, TCG, Go, etc. And you just got to sit there at the time that it'll go live, register, pay your 65, 70 bucks, whatever it's going to be, and then you're in, hopefully. Yeah. It is very crowded, so I recommend being there on the timer. It's it's rough. It is rough. And a lot of it is off the back of Pokemon has not created their own landing page site for this, which I I wish they would. It would only make sense, but uh, it's something that they they either are not willing to create or have not created as of yet. Um, So not my favorite thing. But yeah, we'll we'll definitely do a tutorial on how to go to IRL VGC events from beginning to end. From uh, the the announcement of the event to you have finished the event and now need to go home and be sad. <laughs> yeah, we, we will do that. That sounds like a great podcast episode. Uh, mm. And thank you for suggesting that, Harry. OK, so I think that is that's it. I think we've we've gone over all the Pokemon. I think Pokemon's done. We have Pokemon very well today. I think we had a very, very strong second half of this podcast and a very sleepy first half of this podcast. (laughs) Pretty much. Yes. (laughs) So you stuck around through the, through the sleep. Uh, I (laughs) thank you very much. And uh, I hope you enjoyed uh, what you can enjoy out of this. And if you did, please make sure to go and check out some of the other places that we are like on YouTube, youtube.com slash pokesports where we put out a new regulation D as of right now video every single day. Uh, And once the TL mask comes out, you better believe that we're going to be up until hours that are not medically uh, advisable to be up in order to create content for that day. Doctors hate us. (laughs) Yeah. Doctors hate pokey sports. Doctors don't listen to pokey sports. Um, Kevin, you got anything cool going on this week? Other than the low kicks video, not really. <laughs> Check out youtube.com slash pokesports for some low kicks. It's Enjoy. fine. And I've got hair across. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got the bug type one. week, baby. Hey, hey. All right, cool. We'll <laughs> see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye bye.